Welcome to the OA Virtual Kitchen Sink Meeting Podcast. Visit the Los Angeles Intergroup at oalaig.org for information on how to join our meeting live and how to donate to support this meeting and our podcasts. The opinions expressed on the Kitchen Sink Podcast are those of the individual speakers and do not represent OA as a whole. And now, our speaker. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome... Steve M. That's me. How are you? <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Okay. Well, the kitchen sink I love. I uh, used to go to the in-person uh, meetings. Uh, it's the only one I really commuted to uh, at, uh, for, from a distance uh, because I lived in Sherman Oaks, and I would drive over uh, to Beverly Hills at the uh, at the temple, and I just uh, love this meeting. So um, thank you, Bob, for inviting me to be a part of this. I love the Zoom. Uh, uh, ever since uh, Zoom evolved uh, and became so prominent in our lives uh, uh, a year and ten months ago, so I'm very grateful for the Zoom meetings. Uh, uh, I'll start out with what it was like. <clears throat> uh, I was uh, born, and uh, if I look back at my birth and uh, my family and how I was treated, I felt unwanted. Uh, that was my deepest uh, takeaway from my early years. Uh, I just felt unwanted. I I didn't feel like I was adopted. You know, some people they feel, oh, I must have been adopted. I'm not one of these people. Uh, like the rest of my family, I felt like I was dropped from a UFO, basically a UFO. I went, I'm not even from this planet. That's how uh, distant I felt uh, in my family and how uh, separate, uh, you know, even though I was, uh, you know, growing up with everybody. Uh, that's how my deepest feeling about it. Uh, it my parents uh, were uh, like... Uh, it, the Costanzas from The Tonight Show, I mean, from the Seinfeld Show, uh, and they just screamed, uh, although they weren't that funny, although sometimes my dad was very funny, and while screaming, if I laughed, he got angrier because he didn't understand he was being funny at that moment. So it was a pretty crazy <laughs> mixture. Uh, Mom uh, regularly beat me. Dad verbally screamed till I broke down crying. And I just broke down over and over and over again. And those were the happy times. <laughs> I'm just going for a joke here. Uh, there was no hug. Uh, growing up, there was no hug. There was no hug. And after that, there was no hug. There was never, I don't remember, one compliment. Uh, I think when I was born, uh, they, they gave my mom you know, gave me to my mom to breastfeed, and she probably said, I'll just shake his hand. And that's how uh, sad, uh, it was a lose-lose. Uh, there was no nurturing uh, at all. Uh, how can I make this sound worse? <laughs> it wasn't great. Uh, okay, how can I make this sound worse? Uh, I think I was a pretty artistic, even as a kid. And I needed the love and the nurturing. And uh, what, 
you know, I called, uh, I call now the emotional calories. There was a definite void in the emotional calories. Uh, so because there was a lot of what we Jews call dreck in the house, crap. My mom was a great cook. That's how she expressed her love. Uh, and, um, that, that, you know, I, I was surrounded by junk. Uh, you know, uh, there was never a shortage of it. Uh, um, we never ate out, oddly enough, and we never ordered in. Uh, so I had 18 years of, except if we were traveling, and very rarely did we eat out, like a half a dozen times in my whole, from zero to 18. Uh, and uh, we never ordered in once. Uh, they were children of the Depression, and that was just how it was. Uh, they were big on coupons, and uh, that's, you know, and again, you know, the, children, the Depression sadly uh, ruled. So, uh, food was, uh, I didn't know it then, a temporary release and relief. And, um, you know, I, I paid a lot of price for it. I was constantly constipated. I had earaches. I had colds. I had uh, nosebleeds. I had, you know, all these kid things. Um, what I did have was a sense of humor, and I saw, even with that dark description I just gave you, I saw uh, irony, and I must have had an extra irony gene that could see these things in life. Um, I was also uh, the youngest. I'm a comedian, among other things now, for a long time. I've done other things like auctioneer and hosting thing, you know, events. Uh, but I, I was funny. I was the youngest and I had an audience. I had a brother and a sister. It's very lucky. We get along great. I love them a bit. Uh, they salvaged my childhood, uh, and playing sports and my friends. I was awful in school. Uh, I just didn't comprehend things well. I didn't remember things well. I was a slow reader. I was in the uh, slow kid class. Um, so that that was it was an uphill battle. But uh, I could always see some irony, you know. Um, I was also oddly I was funny, but I was shy. And uh, I, between no self-esteem and low self-esteem, I was probably closer to no self-esteem on that range right there. I was near the bottom. Uh, so I was very shy. And uh, I think, is this what life is? I was very, I was depressed as a kid. I was suicidal in my teens. Uh, uh you know, but I was funny, and uh, and I had food, and uh, not to piss anybody off, but I was a rail. No matter how much I ate, I was a rail. I knew, uh, looking back, I know I was a compulsive overeater because my family would be sitting at the table, and the table was in the kitchen, 
And uh, I'd be four years old, five years old. I'd go to the, I'd finish my plate while they were still eating. And uh, I'd say all of them were over years, by the way. Um, I'd get up at four or five and I'd go to the, and I'd scrape the pots and pans, whatever my mom made. I, I, I had a ravenous um, appetite and I could still hear uh, the, I didn't quite understand how it worked even at that age. I should have, but I could feel and hear the spoon scraping the pots. I'm probably part Teflon right now in my, my biology. Uh, but I would scrape the pots. Um, so anyway, uh, I was a growing boy. I grew to six foot four. Somehow my body uh, did what it was supposed to do. And, uh, but everybody else's body did what they were supposed to do. Uh, my dad had a stroke at 60, uh, and died on his fourth heart attack. Uh, my mom died of breast cancer. These are what's called, uh, uh, foodborne diseases. They do not have to be. Uh, I'm, I'm a, what people would call a vegan. I like to call it whole food plant based. Uh, and that's for about 15 years. So, uh, it's sad to me that the solution, uh, um, uh, my dad probably had 30, 40 pounds of weight to lose. My mom, probably the same. Uh, my brother and sister, you know, have their issues around food for sure. And, uh, I, I certainly did. Uh, it, uh, what happened is I, I went away to school and, uh, got into drugs and alcohol and food. And, uh, in that first year in school, I gained 40 to 50 pounds. Um, so that, uh, that was also at 19 for about five or six years, I developed, uh, what was not typical for a younger person, uh, prostatitis, inflammation of the prostate and, uh, crazy painful up in the middle of the night, pacing, taking baths, doing anything to comfort the pain, slew of doctors and, um, about, uh, Four or five years into my comedy career, I was about 25 or six years old, and my urologist said, you know what helped one of my patients? Uh, he quit caffeine, and it stopped on a dime. I did the same thing, and my five-year chronic thing stopped on a dime. Now, a few months after that, when I still had my 40, 50 pounds that I gained in college, uh, I said, you know, hey, uh, let me take, uh, they were, had, you know, food allergy tests. And, uh, let me take a food allergy test, see what I'm allergic to. And, uh, what happened was, uh, you know, I had a list of stuff I was allergic to. And, uh, I, you know, sort of that became my diet or my food plan is to abstain from those things. Yes, I could not abstain from those things. Um, you know how free food is an issue? For, uh, people in life, you know, they go to a buffet, you know, people like-minded like us who are in a way, you know, free food is not easy to be around. 
anything in my environment that is not healthy is tough for me to be around. I don't like to be exposed to it, but in, in particular, free food. In those early comedy years, uh, they fed me every night. Whatever club I was working in New York, on the road, you know, gigs. Um, I once did, I opened up for uh, somebody at the resorts in Atlantic City. And there were like, you know, five gourmet restaurants. I could have run of the place for free, everything comped for the week I was there. And literally, they, they liked my comedy and they enjoyed it. But literally, my agent who booked me there sent me the letter that he got from resorts. And uh, it was something like, hey, we liked him. He was funny. We'll have him back. But he abused his privilege. <laughs> we comped him, and then he, he overdid it. Uh, so <laughs> even then, they, uh, they ratted me out. Uh, it was embarrassing, but uh, I ended up going back and back. Uh, but, yeah, I overdid it. Uh, a funny thing happened to me. Uh, I had, when I got divorced about 20 years ago, I, at that time, AT&T had uh, uh, unlimited, $99 unlimited. They didn't have data and all that stuff going, but unlimited phone call and and uh, I like to talk on the phone. By the way, that great tool, talking on the phone. Um, so I uh, I got a letter from AT&T that said, we think you may have gone over your unlimited uh, phone minutes. <laughs> I'm sorry, it just reminded me of that. So uh, remember, irony, irony, irony has helped me my whole life. And... Uh, after not being able to stay on that plan of the food allergies, uh, it became my first diet, you know. Uh, I'd be fine for a while, then I'd, in quotes, fall off that plan. Uh, and, uh, you know, I had friends, many AA and uh, other, you know, drug-related uh, uh, anonymous program, comedian friends, and, uh, you know, I went to a meeting or two with uh, AA meeting, open meetings with friends. And uh, somebody said, oh, so-and-so is, uh, has, uh, is an Overeaters Anonymous. And also, uh, and I knew her, and we sat down at the improv in L.A. And she said, yeah, I'll take you to uh, your meeting, your first meeting. And it was the log cabin meeting, uh, which is what preceded this one, right? I think the log cabin was, became this meeting. Uh, so... Point is, I've been in, uh, I was in for 14 years, from 85 through 99. Why did I stop? Oh, it's, I call it OA Part 1. Uh, is because uh, the concept for me, I was uh, starting over and over and over all the time. Five minutes? Thank you. Um, so I would start over all the time. I was a chronic starter over. Uh, starting over became uh, sort of my eating disorder, aside from uh, wanting to abstain from certain foods. Uh, so uh, what I did is, you know, I, I thought I worked a great program. I, I've been through the steps many times. I had great sponsors. I secretary at meetings, a lot of service. Uh, I traveled the country, traveled the world, and hit OA meetings, made amazing friends in OA locally in LA area and uh and worldwide. 
so, uh, but I, I, this this thing about starting over, I don't mind somebody wanting to have an abstinence. Same with me. I have to apply it to myself. Um, I I can't start over again. I said when I came back in 2016, it's going to be uh, six years, one day at a time. Uh, Feb 9th will be six years in my OA Part 2. But I, I won't start over. I, I don't. If somebody, when I, I go to a meeting or I hear a meeting, somebody goes, I had a handful of nuts, I'm going to start over. Uh, for me, my story, that that is how I used to be. I cannot be that anymore. People have to learn their own lesson in life. Oh, I had an extra portion of this or that, uh, and then they want to start over. Uh, I can't. I have to wear uh, my abstinence uh, like a loose garment. You know that expression, like a loose garment. Uh, if I if I if I was to have you know lard, you know, uh, for a a month. I may go, hey, let me discuss this with my my sponsor. Uh, I do have a sponsor and a food sponsor, by the way. Uh, so I have, you know, people I discuss things with. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it'll be, it would take an awful lot for me to say, okay, Steve, you need to start over. To me, uh, starting over chronically is what got me into program and probably what got almost everybody here into program. You are on diets. You know, Carla sort of talked a little about it. Uh, I cannot diet. You know, I, uh, I try and eat whole foods. Um, uh, you know, uh, I try to eat for my health. Uh, you see, I, I try and work out, uh, up to an hour a day. And, uh, it, I think to myself, you know, that one hour helps me the other 23 hours. Uh, so I try to take care of myself. I try to love myself. Um, and you know, uh, like I said, you know, I, I never left by the way, the 12 steps. I went to another 12 step, uh, you know, uh, I went to a debtors anonymous. So there I was still working the steps. I had a decent amount of recovery for sure. There I came out of a, a low point uh, in a, you know, a pretty bad marriage and, uh, you know, got through, uh, you know, issues in that area. And uh, like I one said, minute. Uh, one minute. One minute to go. Minute. One minute. One minute. One minute. Thank you. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, I'm sure there's going to be some interesting questions. Uh, I, again, I love this meeting. Um and I, uh, I guess I'll, I'll wrap up here and say, hey, uh, it's 9.30 in a second. Uh, let's, uh, let's take your uh, questions. But thank you, uh, Bob, again. I love that, Bob. Love Bob. And love, love you all. And uh, let's, uh, you know, any questions, let me know. Yeah. Okay. This is the time for questions only. There's no sharing. Um, uh, okay, no sharing this meeting. If you, if you need to share, please do so with any one of us after the meeting. Also, please remember that the opinions of the leader are my own and not those of Openers Anonymous as a whole when asking questions. You need not identify yourself. If you have a question, 
please click the raise your hand icon. The secretary will call on you and you can then unmute and ask your question. We do stop this at 9.50 and uh, thanks, ready to go. Bob, would you like me to call on people for you? Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. So we have uh, Lydia is first up. Thanks for your share, Steve. Uh, Lydia, compulsive overeater. I'm just curious. You said, you know, you don't diet, you don't start over. Do you weigh yourself or no? Uh, probably average once a month. Um, I've lost 40 pounds, in, you know, early on in the six years. Um I'll tell you, COVID uh, helped in the sense that, uh, no, I don't, I don't make light of COVID, but I got lighter because of COVID. Because, I, you know, I averaged like 25-pound weight loss. And then because, uh, you know, originally in the, in the early days of COVID, uh, when restaurants were closed, uh, you know, not eating out, you, you have much less uh, sugar, oil, salt in life. You know, just in their ingredients, what they, what they cook and how they cook. And so eating at home, I just dropped like another 10 pounds and I've maintained most, most of that, you know, 10 or 15 pounds. So, uh, you know, I'm six, four, average mid one eighties. So I think I'm in pretty good shape. So, um, did that answer your question? It did. Thank you so much. Sure. Okay, Deb B is next. Hello, Deb Food Addict. Can you talk about your spiritual connection and how you use that in program? Thank you. So what I do on a daily basis? Um, uh, well, I'd say I wouldn't call it on a daily basis, but almost daily basis. There are days where I miss things, like I I did. Uh, so I usually, 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 usually. Do the serenity prayer. Uh, uh, you know, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. I add this list. People, places, things, the past, others. I repeat, people and others. Uh, um, you know, I, it just uh, if I know I'm powerless over others, it's a big plus in life. Uh, powerless over people, places, things, the past, others. Uh Accept the things I cannot change. People, places, things that pass others. The courage to change the things I can. Me right now. Just me right now. All I can do is right now. Right now. And the wisdom to know the difference. And I basically, uh, step one is powerless over, uh, aside from people and others. I'm powerless over, uh, processed foods, overeating, and late night eating. Uh, so those are the three things I try to stay away from. Uh, yeah, and they still rear their head at times. Uh, last night I overate. Uh, I wanted to finish eating by seven. I didn't make that. Um, at the end of the world, I learn from it and I move on. Um, then I do second step. I'm, you know, uh, restore me to sanity. Then I do the third step prayer. And the seven step prayer. And, um, and I try and get very specific with the third step prayer, uh, and the seven step prayers specific. You know, God, uh, you know, my, my concept of a higher power, uh, is nature mainly, uh, but I think it's uh, bigger than nature, but I think, uh, it's, 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 uh, specific. 
um, you know, well, it's this, it's proof. Nature is absolute proof of an absolute miracle. You may call them nutrients. You may call them uh, whole foods and the health you get from whole foods. That is specific proof. Uh, the 12 steps and uh, fellowship are specific proof of the miracle of the connection of humanity. We are, that's what we are right now. So uh, there is, uh, you know, um, that's where I, what am I think of my spiritual connection? I don't think God, uh, I don't think God uh, is uh, a puppeteer. Uh, God doesn't want one sports team to win and one to lose. Uh, he wants all of us to win as humans, uh, respect one another, uh, live by the principles of the program. I try to do these things. I try to do these things. I try to live by the uh, the connection that we all have and uh, what's embodied in the you know the principles of the twelve steps and twelve traditions. Uh, it's not perfect. I'm not perfect. Uh, life is on the job training. All of life. Certainly, being a parent, I'm a parent is on the job training. Relationships on the job training. And uh, life itself and your job is on the job training. So, yes. anyway, that's my how I look at things spiritually. Uh, peel away layers um, and, uh, and move forward and live, try to live in right now. And I do meditate, but I try also try to live right now. The power of chow and right now. So, there you go. I hope that answered your question. I don't see any more hands. Was that good? Unbelievable. It's amazing. <laughs> um, I do, I have a couple of footnotes that I forgot to tell you. Uh, that, yeah, you know, what's like that? Sorry, we, we, we can finish your talk. Somebody, Carla, 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 Carla. Steve, what do you do for fun? What do I do for fun? Yeah, just to get away from the food. Tell tell us what you do when you have a, a craving and, and you want to go back to Whole Foods. Oh, God. Uh, it's funny. Uh, it's funny. We moved to the desert. We're in Indio. Uh, so we, Whole Foods is like a half hour away, so that's easy to <laughs> – so uh, we moved away from the grocery store. Um uh, what do I do for fun? Uh, we, uh, we just had, uh, you know, uh, my girlfriend's daughter and son-in-law visit for a week. So that was really lovely. And, uh, you know, uh, it's interesting. We, you know, we're, we're like everybody else. We watch, uh, we watch Jeopardy, uh, every night. If we miss the night, we catch up twice. And we watch TV. We watch movies. We watch comedy specials. Uh, you know, I'm a comedian who likes to laugh. I'm not one who just looks at comics and goes, oh, it's nice, it's funny, it's good, it'll work, it worked. Do you know, all of those I, things, may I ask, fill you up? Um, service helps. I didn't take any service this go-round because you're supposed to rotate that stuff, but I was a... a most of the last six years, I had some kind of service going. Uh, that was nice. 
but this time I didn't I didn't pick any any service. Uh, uh, what fills me up is staying connected with people, program and otherwise. Uh, meditation helps fill me up. Um, again, service. Uh, you know, trying to have a good heart. Uh, trying to work on myself. Um, you know, uh, I write. I write an awful lot. Uh, that fills me up, usually in the morning. Um, I can't think of much else right now. It, I, have, I live a much quieter life. Uh, quiet, you know, traveling is much tougher. Uh, during COVID time and, uh, from where we live, it's much tougher to hop around the country. I don't really miss it. Uh, it's nice making more money, but I, I, if something's a hassle, I don't go there. Uh, it's also much easier to be healthier and happier and abide by uh, eating well when you're at home. Um, and, uh, so I hope that answers your question. Okay, we have Stephanie D. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Hi thanks for your share. Um, I was wondering if you could share about how or if your relationships have improved or gotten better since being in program and working the steps. Oh, uh, sure. Uh, well, yeah, here's here's one of the things I was going to mention when I said I had some unfinished things. So I, uh, I'm sure because of program, I... Um, I had to lead the way when my parents moved from uh, Queens to Florida and retired. Uh, I was in program, you know, and uh, or you know, uh, well, years after they moved there, I started program. But I, I had to lead the way. I don't remember ever hugging or being hugged by my parents. My first therapy session ever, I was hugged by the therapist at the end of the session. That brought on a wave of tears. And, uh, a lot to work through because it made me realize what I didn't have. Uh, my dad would kiss me sometimes on the way home or back from school, which was very sweet. And, uh, so, uh, but I, I, I led the way. I said, mom and dad, I love you. Mom, I love you. Dad, I love you. Uh, and, I, w I visited my mom after my dad died, and she liked to bowl. And I took her bowling, and uh, I wasn't bowling much. Not, I was in the middle of my comedy career and you know, moving up the ladder, and you know, so I wasn't bowling much. So I took her bowling. You know, I find a ball in the lanes. You rent your shoes and you bowl. You know, so <clears throat> end of the second game. I got a strike. It was like my first strike. I think my first strike. Maybe a couple of spares along the way. I'm going to answer your question. Maybe, so it was my first strike. My mom, because she doesn't know how to say, hey, good for you, son, and give me whatever that, those emotional calories. Um, you know, 10th frame, you just go as long as it, you go. You get a three shots, you know, you get a strike, and then you can get a spare, you can get a strike, and then I got a second strike, and then I got a third strike, and my mom gives me nothing, blank. 
I'm giving myself high fives, whatever. Going, good for me, good for me. I said, Mom, you want to play another game? So I had three strikes in a row. The next game, I had four strikes in a row. I had seven strikes in a row. If you take a professional bowler, they're going to be happy. And I'm a guy who is, you know, doing comedy clubs and say, hey, Mom, let's go bowling. It's amazing. It's insanely amazing. I guess you can reach that same conclusion for yourself. Amazing. Seven strikes in a row. She gave me nothing. Zero. I didn't say anything. I felt bad, but I didn't say anything. Later that night, it blurted out of me. And I said, Mom, how? it's insane. Seven strikes. You don't say a word. And uh, all she said to me was, well, that's how I was raised. I felt terrible for her. I felt terrible for her. You know what I mean? It was not... It crystallized. My parents went through the depression. Uh, it turned her life upside down, and certainly my dad's. My dad lost his dad when he was 13 and went to work. One of those deals in the year of the Great Depression. You couldn't get a worse combo, right? And uh, then they went through the Holocaust. You know, I, I'm, I didn't go through those things. I went through being raised by parents who went through those things. So I, I give them a giant pass in life. I love my parents. Uh, they, um, they went through a lot of things. Uh, I had the 12 steps. I had therapy. I had the vast encyclopedia of information about, you know, what foods are healthy and what are not healthy. I went through, uh, raising a child and hugging him and uh, praising him and love certainly love him uh, and to me that's what I that's what I've learned that's where my I try to practice and my relationships change I try to do this with everybody am I perfect no I'm not perfect um, you know uh, but we process stuff uh, but you know my life has changed immensely because People uh, on the job training, people, we do what we can do when we can do it. We learn what we learn when we can learn it. Uh, and uh, I try to do that with myself. I try not to beat myself up. Uh, you see it, it's in my approach about uh, abstinence. And, you know, I don't fall off anything. I love myself through the process. So uh, it, I hope that answers your question. You have uh, one more hand, D. I think that's probably going to be your last couple minutes. Right. We have two minutes. Hi, okay. um, hi, Steve. Can you hear me? Hi, Steve. Can you hear it's me? Uh, barely, but I can. Okay. Wonderful. Um, thank you so much for your share. And my question for you was, were you always an exerciser, or did you have to build up to the one hour of exercise per day? And, um, oh, anything yeah, yeah, I, I have, I have, uh, um, when I was like 25, uh, I started, uh, you know, jogging, everybody was into jogging, it was 40 years ago, um, you know, yeah, I, I, I worked, I worked my way up, I tried to do variety, we have a gym here where we live, it's a 55 and older community, so, like yesterday, I was on the treadmill there. Uh, you know, I 
try to do some, I try to work my muscles, you know, uh, it helps my mind. I'm a comedian. I want to be clear headed. Uh, it helps my emotional, uh, you know, uh, eating whole foods and exercise and meditating and trying to sleep well. Uh, all these, every area affects all the other areas. Uh, so, uh, it, it helps me emotionally. I was chronically depressed. Like I said, it helps uh, me enormously. Uh, so I, I, I feel the benefits of, uh, of moving my body, um, you know, and, and so, yeah, I worked my way up to it. I just worked my way up to it. It was not, nothing I, I didn't go, I'm, I'm doing an hour. No, it, it, but I see it's nine, nine fifty, but, uh, Thank you for asking, and I hope that answers your question. But no, I just love myself. If I could only do 20 minutes, it's better than no minutes, you know. Uh, so yeah, you know, you, you got to listen to your body. So that's what I try to do too. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, I think that's, that's it, right? That's time. Right. Thank you, Steve. That's it.